Yes. Um, when you enter a new school, that's the way you enter now your first year at this school. At a new school, you are seeing new faces. Other people. And to seeing other people puts his own challenges in front of you. Because you want to stay in your comfort zone. You are used to some to the to the friends you have. And I know exactly I have and I may say I have six girls and four boys. So I know how girls function once in a while. You are having a peer group and you are having your friends and then this friends make this group and the other one makes the other group and then it goes like this. Most probably over here that happens too. That happens everywhere. And then you're you know, you're this is my friend and this is not my friend and this you know, you know that happens. That happens over here in the class, even in Los Angeles, yeah? But it happens like this. This is the most silly thing you could do. It's understandable. I understand you. But one has to find find a way out of it. To find a way out of it is a part of you that you are taking life seriously. Because life is about to listen to another person. Life is about that. Did you want to think, when I would, let's say, uh, uh, I uh, would meet, uh, let's say, we learn uh, for the Haggadah of Pesach, I would meet Rabbi Kiva. Or when I would meet someone else, Rabbi Kiva is, is, is by the destruction of the, of the Beis Amikdosh, but when I would meet someone like Rabbi Yohanovi, I would meet him. He is a human being like I am. He were, I don't know whether he was tall or small, but human being. I would meet Jeremiah. And you would speak with me. And you say, oh, you look very Jewish. Are you Jewish? Yes, for sure. Ah, so you have Nebuah? So I says, no. So you know a Novi. You have a Novi in your... No. No, no, no. So you know who's on the globe? No, there's no Novi. Wow. So you have Ruach HaKadosh? No, no. Do you know someone with Ruach HaKadosh? No. Someone on the earth with Ruach HaKadosh? No. But you call Ruach HaKadosh, Rav Chaim Kanievsky says that's not Ruach HaKadosh. Ruach HaKadosh is something else. The Ramchal says it. That's what you know that. It's not the real Ruach HaKadosh. In Ruach HaKadosh? No. Are you Jewish? That's what he would ask. You are not Jewish, no? A Jew... The Bereum speaks to him. Are you Jewish? And now, the Bereum listens to me? Yes. Because even though I am so far away from what the Bereum originally wanted, he still listens to me. Well, why should he do that? He should say, Finita la comedia. Finished. You know, Let's abandon these people. They don't hold by anything. By me, holding means nevuah. By not nevuah, Ruach But now, you have these Jews, what do they do? They the whole day, they do all different kind of things, which I am not so much interested. So I will throw them out. He does it? No. No. He makes miracles even for us. Yeah. Hidden miracles, I understand. It's not like a Bichir's Mitzrayim. But I was living in a time where uh, you weren't born there, but that was in a time where the Skadim were 
were, were, were thrown at Eretz Yisrael. And they were sitting in my nice closed room and I didn't know whether something will hit me. And there was not one person died from that in Eretz Yisrael. Not, not one. Zero. You know that uh, Nature, I think the, 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 the publication Nature, that's, a, that's some sophisticated science publication. They, they, they published an article we said that has zero pos- uh, probability. The probability is zero that nothing should happen. Zero. And you say there were 39 scouting falling down. There were much more. They, only did, they didn't reveal every, everyone because they, they threw it at targets which were very dangerous. But they didn't hit it. And they, 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 they didn't really say everything. There were much more than the 39. You know that. Much more. And zero death. We saw that immediately afterwards. That afterwards, they, they, they had one scar like this in Lebanon going on an American building and there were 15 people dead at once. You know? And Elsinol, there were tons of scarring coming in. Gurnisht. Shumdabal. Is he interested in me? Yes. But Yerbiyogot asked me, are you Jewish? You are not Jewish. You are not on my page. We are not relevant at all. You are worse than the, the most simple peasant which I know. In Eretz soil, the one which you know, goes after that carriage and pushes that thing in, you know. That guy was much bigger than you because he once in a year, he went to Yerushalayim and he had Ruach HaKodesh. And you don't know anyone in your time which has that. You are not relevant. Yirmiyo is wrong. The Bulgarian knows. He's relating to us. But we are not on his page. We are. Because we are important even though we don't fit the agenda. We do not fit the agenda. The agenda is much bigger. I don't know whether you, I don't know whether you believe in that. Everyone speaks now with this Corona and with Putin, which the whole world is, is, is in danger to fall apart, you know. That's what it is. And your unbelievable nice president, which makes these remarks, which are a danger for the whole globe, you know. So, so everyone speaks, Moshiach will come. Do you believe that there will be a couple in our time which has a child which is bigger than Moshe Rabbeinu, than Avromovinu, and than Odomoration. Do you believe in that? Do you believe in that? No, you don't. You do not. No, you don't. Because we think, no, I know the people. Do you believe in that? You have to believe. Otherwise, you don't believe in Moshiach. Moshiach doesn't come from the heaven down, no. He will be born to parents of our generation. Bigger than Avrom Ovidu. Do you believe in that? Bigger than Moshe Rabbeinu. Chazal say that, that's right. Bigger than Avrom, Moshe and Dodom Rishon. But you will be child of our generation. Do you believe in that? No, you don't. But I believe in that. So how can I say to someone, you are not worth? How can I do that? 
How can he say to someone, no, you're not my cup of tea, I don't want to relate to you. How can I do that? I don't know what will come out, what will come out from the world. I do not know. I can't know. I can't know what will happen. This is the challenge we have when we are relating to other people. We have to believe that people which are not my cup of tea, who knows how big they are? You can't know. Who knows what their purpose is in, world, in the world? You can't know. And you can't know what you do when you smile to another person. When you smile to someone else, it's like the sun is shining and then the other person is blossoming. Then things begin to grow. But when you look at someone else like this, you know, like you make a fake smile, but you, you take your nose, make like that, you know, the way you say, the upper guish, that's right. Yeah, that makes you like that. Or when you look at the other person like in a diminishing, diminishing way, what does the other person feel? And it's your responsibility. You destroy a person which would grow beyond everything you could imagine. Beyond everything. I had that over and over again in my own life. That I saw that people develop in a way which I couldn't predict. Impossible. Because we don't know what will come out. We don't know. We do not know. And this is, a, uh, this is work which has to be done especially when you are facing peer groups which are not your cup of tea. Because then you begin to be in a, in a special compartment, you know. This one is for me, and this one is not for me, and I'm friends with this one, and not with that one. I, uh, that's the way it works, yeah? But you can't do that. Of course, you may be friends with that one more, more and less, but you can't, you can't have negative interaction with another person. Not only because of Ben and you have to be nice. Now, once in a while, this nice behavior of Americans drives me crazy. Excuse me to tell you that. Now, once in a while, I tell you. That's not, what I tell you is not nice behavior. Once in a while, people want to be very nice to me. When I go into a car, then they open the door of the car. It makes me feel like invalid. You know, like an effet. I have two legs which are both Hashem functioning. I have a hand which functions. I can open my own door. But a lot of Americans do that. And then I tell them, when you do that to me another time, I will not go with your car. Finished. I do not go. I do not go with your car. I am not, I am my own person. I can open my own door. But they feel them have to be nice and smiling and everything has to be, in America everything has to be sugar coated. I am diabetes. I can't eat anything in that country. You know? Because you eat a yogurt, sugar. You eat uh, something, uh, uh, brown flakes, sugar. You, you, the whole thing has to be sugar-cated. It's artificial. You want such a smile from me? Oh, you know that? You know, uh, you know, you know perhaps you, you don't know it. Um, physiologically, smiling to a person and making like this are two things. There are two, two, two different things in the brain. When I smile to a person, there are people which have uh, they are damaged in their brain. They can't smile. When you tell them a joke, they find, they find it funny, but they don't smile. They can't. But they can make like this. 
There are other people when they smile by a joke, but they can't make like that. It's just two different things. When you put on a fake smile, that has nothing to do with being nice. Gurnisht. The smile has to come from that that I think. What are you feeling now? What's going on in you? And that is something which is fascinating to me. And then I smile to you because you are interesting for me. And that's what you do in Beilon You say, you are not interesting. And then the most what you can do is a fake smile and a sugar-coated uh, interaction. That's it. That is not what is wanted. It's the importance of the other person. The other person is an extremely important entity. You can't know what will grow from that. You can't. That is the essence of our Ben That we, f- we feel that the other one is important. Yeah? It's an important person, the other one. And we have to find it. I said, always, do you want to ask something? No, no, I saw your hand, you know. Um, I said always to people, I never met a person with, with, who is boring. I never, I never was bored by a person. Every time I speak to a person, it's interesting. I was punished for that. I was punished. The punishment was that I had two people in one day which were speech impaired. So they spoke to me literally like that. Two people in one day, every one an hour. The one came before Minche, I didn't know that he's like this, and the other one came in the evening and he spoke the same thing. And I, I, I thought I will walk up the wall straight, you know, and, but I listened. And I listened to the person, it took time. I listened. And I listened, and it was interesting. And it was fascinating. It was interesting and deep what he said. It took time. Instead, it takes five minutes. It takes an hour. But it was interesting. I Believe me, I never met someone which is not interesting. And what you do when you are making these groups, and then you are not connected to someone else, you say, that person is not interesting. It is the uppermost diminishing from a human being. Every human being is, is interesting. Everyone. Everyone has something to say. Everyone has something to bring to the table. And everyone has to be taken in that way that that is something to listen to. It is something to listen to the person. Yeah? So that is the core point of our Jewish nation. That we are able to listen we are not able, not able to speak. We are able to listen. It's a very important thing. I think that the yesoid of Ben Odom or the yesoid of, of everything is listening. Look, when you are ch- children, then you are, then you once in a while you ask to your friends, that's what I did when I was young, you ask your friend, what would you demand when you could demand anything and it would happen? Yeah, when you were young, you think like this. You can't every the dream you have, you will be fulfilled. What would you ask? You had that. Yeah, you you did that once. You thought like this. Yes, yeah, and you do that as children. That's what you do. You know that happened to a person. You know it. 
That happened to a person. Shleim HaMelech. Shleim HaMelech had a dream, and Hashem told him, you can ask whatever you want, and I will give it to you. And he was about to be the king. And he had to, to, to guide the whole Jewish nation. So what do you ask for? Charisma? Intelligence? Achrayis, uh, uh, how do you call that? Or uh, responsibility? Um, all different kinds of things. you know what he asked? Do you know what it, someone knows? Tanakh. What? What? Ask for extreme wisdom. Ask for a lot of wisdom. Wisdom. But the, 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 that's what Chazal are explaining the Posuk. But the Posuk says something else. That's the explanation of Chazal. The Posuk itself says, Venosato le'avdecho lev shomea. Huh? Shleim HaMelech is the person which would have to be Moshiach. Yeah? Only it didn't work out because of past power. What was the core point of Shleim HaMelech? That. This one. Not that one. Not this. You had a good president which had that and not this. You know what, who he was? Obama. He was able to speak. He was able to speak. His ears were like streamlined closed. But he was able to speak. Boy, that guy was able to speak. Unbelievable. You know? But that's not the way you guide a nation. That's not the way you are guiding the Jewish nation. You are guiding the Jewish nation with this. That one. You listen to others. You listen to people. Huh? That is a basic thing. And I want to explain that to you only a little bit. A little bit, I know, okay, so over here there's a piano. I have to speak about that piano. You know, when you play the piano, or when you play music, you, uh, perhaps, I don't know how it is today, people like to listen to music or don't like to listen to music. I don't know what is going on. But um, I like to listen to music. But I like to listen to music in a certain way. I want to be a conductor. That's why I have a frock, you know. I want to be a, a conductor of a symphony orchestra. That's what I wanted to be. I know how to listen to music. But the way I listen to music is not the way you listen. I listen to music in a way which I say, wow, here he did it a little bit later. He was a little bit more... Uh, I listen like in that differentiated way. What does it mean? When you listen, that means your ear is creating an expectation. That's what's going on in the Nigel. Perhaps you know that, that the chazan makes a knage or something like this, you know? A knage of a chazan, you know what that is? What does it mean? What means a knage? It means that you expect him to do like this, but then he makes like that. Wow! I'm, that's a good cousin. He doesn't make what you expect. He makes it a little bit different. That makes it interesting. When you listen to someone, you expect that this someone should say a certain thing. And suddenly, he uses another word. Wow! That is interesting! Because it's not what I expected. Most what you do is that the other one reaffirms your expectation. You say, yeah, I know it, yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. No. 
Listening means that you are open that the other one should surprise you. It's a surprise. Because it says one word different. People ask me once. They think, they are the people ask once, how do you know that about me? Because I listen to you. And you use the word which normally you don't use. You know? A person doesn't use that word. And you use that word and say, ah, poop. Azokta pisto, huh? Manye, no? Manye like it. I listen. It's an unbelievable gift that you have this. Shleim Amelech asked for that. And he asked for that to listen to people which are way below him. There was no one on the level of Shleim Amelech. He didn't ask for a Chavruse. He had to guide the Jewish nation. And the Jewish nation was way below him. But he wanted to listen to them. He wanted to listen to their needs. And he wanted to listen to their input. They have to give an input to a person. That is what Benot Machavero is. And that's what I learned personally from the Beiroilo. He listens to me. Yes. I daven. He listens to me. Yes. Depends how I daven. But he listens to me. Yes. To me, that non- nothing which is not fitting the bill at all. Yes, he listens to me. And he's interested to listen to that person. That's what he's interested in. You have to go like this. You have to see other people. They are interesting. There's something to listen. There's something to learn. It's not only my peer group, which I feel so comfortable because, because I don't have to make any effort. Everyone thinks the same, you know. Everyone is thinking the same so that I feel comfortable. No. I listen to someone else. That is the real interesting thing. And that is the basis of Benodom Lachavere. It's your ears. And you'll train them. And you'll open up your heart to that. You'll see that the world is the most interesting place you could be. No? The most interesting. What's happening in the world? The most interesting place. And I have that over and over again that I see things which are which are very uplifting for me. And I see things which are very interesting in the other way. And people ask me, why you have all these interesting incidents happen in your way, in your life? So I tell, I tell them always, you have them too, only you don't listen. You don't listen to anything, so you don't see them. But I have the most interesting life in the world. I, people have to go to the Amazonas, you have some, some, or Peru, or whatever you want, the same thing. You know, you have to go to somewhere exotic in order to have, I have an exotic life 24-7, you know. Because I hear things from people which are the uppermost interesting thing. I see snakes, I see tigers, I see falcons, I see, wow, trees, I see unbelievable flowers. Never, but I don't see it in Peru, I see it in you. I see it in the people around me. The most unbelievable things. Interesting life. You have to open yourself to that. Life is very interesting. People are very interesting. And when people are different from you, there the interests begin. I always thought myself, why people want to go for an for a exotic trip to some, to some country which has another, has a, has another um, culture. Then you go to Thailand, you go to Filipino, or you go to you go to Peru, you go to Chile, you go to oh, Chile is a Yekisha Medina, but you go to you go you go to wherever you go, you know. 
You go to somewhere where people have another culture. Why? Because you are so deaf that you don't see that you have another culture than me. You are so deaf that you have to be screamed at with a megaphone. Over here, they do things different than you at home. Ah, wow, unbelievable. I have to go to Thailand to see that. It's your neighbor. It's your, the person who sits next to you. Same thing. You are so deaf and nothing goes in here that you need a megaphone. You need a loudspeaker, 120 decibel, that's as much as you can suffer, you know. And then they scream at you, over here, things are different. We eat with sticks. Wow, unbelievable, they eat with sticks. Your neighbor does do things different than you. You don't hear it. Your neighbor here thinks different. You don't hear it. You have to go to China. Why? Shallow people. You know? Believe me, what I had, Rabbi not, I didn't know him, but Rabbi Leib and you, Rabbi Leib had ears. That was not the whole thing, but that was a very special thing by him. He had ears. Oh, he was living in the most interesting world, day and night. Because he listened well. He was listening extremely well. Nahon, you experienced that? He was listening extremely, extremely well. You know? He knew how to listen and he knew that... He was listening very well. Huh? He had a kick out of that. There was once... Uh, there was, I, say, I say for Rabbi Israel because he, I don't say the name, there was a rabbi which went to, to Rabbi Leib and spoke with him. And he was a, he was a rabbi, rabbi which was not so old. So he said, Moiri Rebbe Chaznish. So, Rabbi Lenyat immediately heard that there's something wrong over here, that he can't, he can't have learned by the Chaznish because he's too young. So he said, well, you are, are you, you're so old that you, you learned by the Chaznish? He said, no, no, no. But I learned so many Chaznishs in my life that the Chaznish became, by me, a musculation. Yeah, a first premise, a musculation, Chaznish. So now the joke went by by Rabbi that he enjoyed that. That was like a joke. What a sugar? Did you really think that the Chaznish is your musculation? What a talagamrebolamala? You know, that's what you think. So he spoke with him and he enjoyed that tremendously. In the end, Rabbi Leib told that Rabbi, you know what? By me, the musculation is my yitzchahor. That's what he said, and that was the joke, the end of the joke. So Rabbi Leib had a big time, a great time, to listen to a person which says such an awkward thing. And such an awkward thing. The Chaznish is my musculation. Wow, Moshe Grois, you know. I am like the Chaznish. My premises are like the Chaznish. You know, you can't walk out of the door. You are too fat, you know. You can't. You can't. So the Chaznish, the, uh, Rabbi Leib enjoyed that moment. But when he would tell you that, you would say, ah, Chaznish, wow, oh, you learned so many Chaznish. Wow, wow. You don't listen to the guy. You only get the information. You don't listen. Interesting that he says that. Yeah? Not expected. A wrong chord in music, you know? It's a dissonance. <coughs> Things like that. Uh huh. Wow. That apparently, he was li- living in the most interesting world, in the world uh, which you could imagine. You have to take your ears. Benodim Lachavira is here, not here. Here it is. You listen to the other. And then you interact in the other way. That's what Ben Olachavayla is. That's an unbelievable force. Today, people get deaf. 
we are about to get deaf entirely. We need such stimulations. I want to show you a stage which I had. You can understand that. Once in a while, when you learn the whole night, I'll show you the stage. When you learn the whole night or up the whole night, you have a problem with broches. Your brothers know, know that from Shavuos. When you're up the whole night, you can't really say the broches because the tirit doesn't go. What? Shabbat Shabbat Ah. Ah, stay up the whole night. So you know that. So you need someone that should to be Yoitsi So in Shavuos, when I am in town, you can come to me, I sleep. Don't tell anyone. But uh, I can't be Yoitsi people, okay? But, uh, but you can, you, you need someone to be Yoitsi Good. Good. I have a good friend. It was, it was summer. It was very early, the nets. And without the nets, and without the nets, it was about 5 o'clock in the morning. And I show you, I will show you what I saw. Five o'clock in the morning, before my aunt put it on feeling, I see this stage. And by me, it was the funniest thing in my world. I had simply a stand-up comedian in front of me, five o'clock in the morning. You know what I'm going to do? I'll show you. I'll show you. There was a guy there sitting, and he was about to begin to town. And the boche came, which he learned the whole night, I don't know what he did. He came, wanted to have to tell him, I told him, could you tell me the Birchaz Atira? It's 5 o'clock in the morning. It's early in the morning. Tell me the Birchaz Atira. So the guy made like, made like that. Well, that's the whole thing. You didn't see it. You didn't see the stand-up comedian. No, you didn't see it. You have no ears. I was there and I laughed my head off. Why? Because he could make like this. Why did he make twice? Because he says, I didn't see it 4 o'clock. I was already up three o'clock. Why do you have to make like this? It's five o'clock in the morning. You have to say you said it already. But what was that in Zweimo? Why do you have to make twice, you know? Like this, tuck, tuck. So, why he wanted to tell the other one, I didn't say it for, 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 for a thirty. I was up already three thirty. I had a stand. You didn't see it, you see? You don't see things. You don't listen to other people at all. I live in a comedian, in a comedy, my whole life. I see good things, bad things, interesting things. It's the most interesting world I am in, you know. Why? Because I try to listen. That was unexpected. It's five o'clock in the morning, you know. Schoen lang gesucht. Kvar misman That means you want to tell him I was, I was up three o'clock in the morning. Shade, huh? Gewaldig. You don't see it, you know. That's the deafness which goes on the people. You don't see what's going on by the other person. Good things, bad things. I saw a lot of good things like this. Yeah? Unexpected. Unexpected from people which they said things. That has to be a big person. But that is what makes you a man on the Okay? That's what I wanted to tell you. I think it's a very important thing for this age where you are creating these knitted peer groups, you know, where they meet together. That's the way it goes, you know. That's wrong. And not because what the Torah says, that it's not because of your own development. You will live in a boring world. And the world is much more interesting. Okay? So I think that's the end of today. That's right. At Khan. Thank you so much.